Hey, I'm Garrett Bernard, and the last thing I prayed for was for the pandemic to end. Hi. Hello. Where in your apartment are you right now? I'm standing at the kitchen island because I just like am not in a mood to sit. Like I've been sitting all day. I am no longer in a sitting mood. I get it. I just went on a walk and it was so beautiful. I feel I like I walk too. The gloom is like it like half makes me happy and half makes me depressed. And I can't explain that statement. It's not really that gloomy during golden hour. So perhaps consider a golden hour walk. I just got back from one. Oh, over by me. It's not that gloomy. I Should we talk about our guest this week first? Or should we talk about our live yeah, behind him? I literally, so we can talk about Garrick. He works with me on Solar Opposites. He's a writer. And he's worked at BuzzFeed. He's a comedian. He's an up and coming actor. He's and a lot of things. First and foremost... He's a Seventh Day Adventist. Oh, that's how Adventist. I said. I can't <laughs> say it right. I cannot train my brain to say it correctly. Adventist. Adventist, like an Advent calendar. Yes, exactly. And he's okay. actually. Let me just piggyback off of that and correct you. He is a former Seventh Day Adventist. Sure. There you um, go. Not so much practicing, but listen, fellas, if you don't know what that is, you better keep listening because it is a trip it's so specific like the fact that they were like we're gonna pull some rules and then make it an entirely different sect of christianity is really something i mean that's kind of like every sect of every religion when you think about it you could argue that yeah it's funny because it is like pretty similar to judaism but also like very much not yeah there are some parallels for sure and there are some what's the opposite of parallel perpendiculars some horizontals um (laughs) something that i can't stop thinking about though is garrick was talking about the idea of like influencers in his time at buzzfeed and we were talking about like having a career in the internet which is like a cult in and of itself and one might argue a religion and he was saying being an influencer is like being an influencer is like walking on water and the second you stop you drown basically yeah I was like, that is such a perfect metaphor. You've thought about this before. He absolutely Um, has. Yeah, it was a great chat. We love Garrick. I'm actually supposed to meet with him professionally soon, but his manager hasn't gotten back to me actually. So anyway. Anywho. What's your live, laugh, Um, My live, laugh, lahayim is I just went on a walk, the same walk that I've done a thousand times in my neighborhood. And I stopped at a little French patisserie. And I did study abroad in France, just to clarify. And I'd never been in there before. And I got two little chocolates and this wonderful French woman helped me. And it was that so, so nice. nice. I that sat on cool. the bench and I ate my chocolates by myself. And I was like, this is the life. Wait, that sounds so cute. Now you're making me want like a little dark chocolat. You deserve it. You should get one. Um, I do have one in the fridge. So I'll probably just oh, pop, pop that so bitch right in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what's your live laugh behind um my live laugh behind damn I don't have a great one I mean like nothing that's okay live laugh behind right here baby right here I got these beautiful flowers got these beautiful flowers wow those are pretty they smell very nice um they're not daisies you know what I'm not very flower proficient but they're very pretty they and are. Who are they from? They're from Jack, and they've been making my week very nice. So what a good boyfriend. That's so nice. Time. Thanks, Jack, for the flowers. Thanks, Jack. All right, everyone, enjoy the episode. Kisses, besos. Mwah. How do you say kisses in French? Um, bisous. Bisous. Before we get to the interview, we wanted to tell you about A Bintel Brief, The Forward's new podcast. The Forward is one of America's most influential American Jewish publications. And a Bintel Brief is based on their historic advice column, but it's been updated for the 21st century in the form of podcasts. Duh, how many times can I say podcasts in one ad? Hosts Gina Green and Lynn Harris are two very different moms who join forces to tackle modern life dilemmas. Be sure to check them out wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Hello. we're JC and Jessica, and this is Pray For Us. 
Yay. It's a podcast about practicing ancient religions in the modern day. We're talking about how we observe different faiths when it comes to holidays, relationships, food, and everything in between. Today, we're talking to Garrick Bernard. Woohoo! Garrick is a screenwriter and comedian who currently works on Solar Opposites with Jess. Yay. So, hey, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. thank you for having me. All right. I don't know why here. I came on like that. I came on way too hot. You. <laughs> You guys started it <laughs> off with like, a, hey, what's going on? We're, we, this is sexy people talking about stuff. And, uh, <laughs> we like your energy. <laughs> Keep it coming. You know what it is. And I just, hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I also will say your audio sounds amazing. Yeah, it does sound it's, really good. You know, only, only ever so often do we get someone with like a sick setup like you have. So thank just you. A, it's just a Yeti mic. Yeah, we were going to get Yetis, but they were sold out because everyone started a podcast in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we our podcast does predate the pandemic. Just yes, we started pre-pandy. Yes, pre-pandy. Right. So you're in LA right now. Where are you from originally? Uh, Los Angeles, born and raised. Oh wow. Yeah. What part? You don't hear that often. Uh, so weird. Uh, I was born and raised in Baldwin Hills, California. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Culver City area. Yeah. Um, west, <laughs> west, west, south ish, south LA. I should just say south LA. Okay. Did you ever leave and come back, or you've just, you're an LA kid? I've you just always... been here, which oh sucks. My God. Does it? It could be worse. Yeah, it could yeah. be worse. I could be from like Cincinnati or something. I, I, that's, <laughs> I thought that's you were going to say Arizona, to be honest. And I was oh. going to be like, Jess is from Arizona. Oh, God. Um, I, I would have said Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice place. 50, 49th in education, though. So. Sounds like something someone from Arizona would say. Yeah. Yeah. So do you live in Col like in the Culver Baldwin Hills area now or did you like kind of move out of that bubble? No, I moved I moved out at like twenty one. Yeah, I've been in Koreatown ever since. Wow. Just so been in K Town this entire time for exactly. nine years. Nine um, years in K Town. Yeah. It's time to go. Like I'm I'm over it. I'm over you, Korean barbecue. Not really. Just, no, you can never be actual never be over. No. no, absolutely not. Because like I was in Silver Lake for the past three and a half years. And then over the pandemic, I was like, I have to get the fuck out of Silver Lake mm -hmm. just because I felt so stuck in that one place. Yeah. Um, And now I live in Santa Monica. But I'm sure, yeah, yeah being stuck in K-Town over the pandy sounds like an experience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was everything was shut down. It was really nice. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like right down the street from the uh, Wiltern. And I remember driving by the Wiltern where it's usually one of the busiest corners and it was n no car in sight, not a single oh, car. That is nice. The, there was no smog in LA and it was just, you can see the mountains from Koreatown as you're like driving down that, driving down Western, uh, heading North. And it was just such a nice, view of the city i expect like if anybody were to come back and 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 like if you know climate change happens and la finally gets weather to where we can like move out yeah, all of this one can dream one could dream it, it, people would move here in droves because it would be such a beautiful place to live but because we have this thick layer of uh disgustingness around but we also don't need more people moving here no, let's, yeah. no, no, let's no, no. clear that I'm... up really quickly rent is through the fucking roof yeah. like because i moved over the pandemic i got like a sick deal but now i've been checking my building my current building online to see what mm -hmm. you know units are going for now and it's like a thousand more than what i pay so oh that's wild great really yeah. great i don't really have that much context for what your religious upbringing is normally we know more like i know you from work but i don't know about your <laughs> religious background so yeah. you could be christian jewish muslim buddhist i have no idea what what scientologist yes you could be a scientologist uh, okay so i am a scientologist i believe <laughs> in the lord our savior l ron hubbard um i but dianetics is my bible all of that stuff no um so i am traditionally christian but there is a small sect of it called uh seventh day adventist you are not you're I've a seventh day adventist. i am a seventh day adventist yes i thought it was oh adventist yeah. i know one other girl amazing Just a, one girl it's, i mean Continue. tell her Tell her I'm sorry, um, <laughs> preemptively. But uh, it is pretty much Christians um, that follow the Sabbath and uh, traditional Jewish 
behavior or <laughs> beliefs. Um, so we didn't, we didn't are you really neurotic? Yeah. No, <laughs> I am. Stomach issues? I am. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm being judged constantly. Uh, so I'm just welcome all over the place. Uh, is it Ellen G. White? Yeah, Ellen G. White started it. And okay. I don't know, whatever, whatever. If I started year. it, like, I, I have zero context for what that means. Like, Neither do I, really. Okay. <laughs> I just knew that she was like our prophet. She's our L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, okay. I see. You're John Smith. Wait, John Smith? Who's the who's the Mormon one? Yeah, I think John, John Smith. Smith. Yeah. That sounds about right. He started <laughs> some, some dead guy, yeah. Yeah. The belief is following the Bible to the T. Um, there is a, a passage saying, and that is our like affirmation of faith, um, that we're supposed to rest on the seventh day. And if you count gotcha. from Sunday being the first day, the seventh day is Saturday. At some point, a calendar got moved to Monday being the first day and everybody started to rest on a Sunday. I see. So you're like a Shabbat Christian. Yeah. A Sabbath yeah. Christian. Friday is a Sabbath Christian. Um, a Shabbat? 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 Yeah, Shabbat. Yeah, Shabbat, Shabbat. Yeah. Shabbat Christian. Um, Friday nights, I couldn't do anything. So... I wanted to play football for so long. Couldn't do that because all of the games are on Friday nights. Oh, that's Friday nights, you're, no secular activity whatsoever. We pretty much just powered down, turned off like all the TV, read LNG White passages, and uh, it oh was God. a living hell. <laughs> Who did you grow up with in your household? So it was my mom, my dad, and my two older siblings, my brother and my sister. All of the kids are non-practicing at this point. All of, all of the kids, because my family is... Uh, Caribbean. My mom is from Guyana. My dad is from Trinidad. There's a big SDA population over there. Guyana is famous for the John Jones. John Jones? No. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Not John Jones. John gotcha. Jones is a UFC fighter. Jim Jones is a <laughs> sociopath. Famous <laughs> <laughs> for the Jim Jones situation. Don't drink the Kool Aid. That's where that comes from. Right. And Trinidad is just a paradise. <laughs> uh, they met over there, came to California and not New York, which is very surprising. And uh, they kept their S. They went to an SDA university in Trinidad, oh. came out here um, to finish school, and then raised us under are the they same like, parameters. Are they religious leaders? Are their jobs? Do they have to do with religion at all? No, my mom is a PA, and my dad is a, a general contractor. So no, oh, not at okay. all. But they're the religious leaders in their church. <laughs> Um, my Wait, dad is so, an elder and my oh. mom is, I don't know what she does, but she's, <laughs> she's, she, we, we've been going to the same church. Do you guys go to that church on La Cienega? Like the huge Seventh-day Adventist church? The one on La Cienega, which one is that? It's yeah. It's like on the way to the airport. I wish I, I always had. pass it and I always think of Alice Kim, the oh, girl who I know who is a Seventh-day Adventist. Oh, I was like, who's on my college? <laughs> but my follow-up also, when you're an elder in the Seventh-day Adventist church, are there uniforms like in the Mormon church or is it like totally a different vibe? No, there aren't uniforms. There's, there's, um, there are uniforms for the deaconesses, which is weird um, because there is, there is a lot of like baked in misogynistic ideals sure. in Christianity well, sure. in general, but like, yeah, yeah, the, the elders can wear suits or whatever they want, but like, or the, the deacons can wear suits or whatever they want. And deaconesses have to wear like this weird white. I like, mean, every religion hates yeah, women. They yeah. just don't believe that they're people, which is crazy. Yeah, which is true. It is true. What? <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Oh, God. Have we been in this industry too long? Maybe it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> that and homosexuality and all of that kind of makes you walk away from it. You know? Yeah. Was your family only friends with people who were SD, what is it? Wait, SDA. SDA? SDAs, mm -hmm. or is that what we, is that the appropriate yeah. term? Okay. Or yeah. did you like co-mingle with people from other religions and like socialize and stuff? Yeah. So um, they tried to keep us in Christian schools, at least coming up. And then fifth grade, that was not financially open. That's expensive. an option. Financially yeah. able. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were not able to keep us in those like circles. So we went to public school from like fifth grade on. And that's, uh, again, led to me questioning because I was like, well, if I was raised, you know, outside of the church, I would just believe what these people believe. Or, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, or if I was raised Native American, I would believe a whole different set of ideals. So it didn't really track for me. I think that when you do keep yourself in that bubble, you do grow up just being just being more SDA or being more Christian and all that. 
me thinking on them keeping us away from other people who weren't SDA kind of rubbed me the wrong way, kind of make me feel mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, that that started the whole rebellious stage. Can I ask what the rebellious stage entailed? I don't know. I just I would start I would go to church and then just wander off. Mm-hmm. I would go to church with them and just wander off or keep like another set of clothes in the car oh, and yeah, just leave. Or once I started driving, I would say, yeah, I'll see you guys at church. And I would show my face for a second and then dip. That's I was going to say, did you ever do the thing where like, because I remember we would do this with like services when we were teenagers, like on mm-hmm. the high holidays, we would get there and then we would just dip. We would get there and be like, we're going to the diner across the yeah, street. And then we would right. go home and tell our parents like, oh yeah, services were great. And yeah, right. Exactly. Like when I started smoking, I would come in just so high, um, <laughs> like the most high, or I would be high from the night before and then come in and. It was bad. It was bad. Were your siblings? So you're, oh, I was going to ask the same oh thing. Yeah. Let's say it at the same time. Um, no. <laughs> were your siblings on the same page as you? Like, were they also not into it at that age? No, I don't think so. My sister, so my brother is like a, a literal genius. And it's, okay. uh, it's Tell super, us more. super hard to live up to that. Um, he's an electrical engineer now and he got into off he got into or he had people coming to the house from Princeton, Harvard, and a um a bunch of like other Ivy Leagues from his PSAT scores. So like oh, wow. me as a child, just watching him as like an eighth or not not an eighth grader, a ninth or tenth grader getting into all of these big schools. That's the first time I've ever seen a white person. And I was just like, why are they in my house? I was, you know. Um, is it safe? Is it safe? Oh my God. Yeah, he um, is still practicing now. But during that time, during when he left home, um, he went to Morehouse. But when he left home to to go to college, he was definitely during that rebellious phase and like very much like questioning it and being like, this feels like more of a burden than, than, than um, making life easier and all that stuff. I didn't see him in church at all during my formative years. And me wanting to be like him for so long, then again, aided that want to leave and to rebel. My sister was still in the church and where my brother is 11 years older than me, so. Oh, that's a pretty big age gap. Yeah, it was a pretty big age gap. So while he's doing this rebellious thing, I'm still like growing up and I'm yes. seeing him not there. And so I'm just like, oh, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it either. But he then of course, you know, matured and went back to church and, and he so he went back to sda church yeah. yeah and this you might not have the answer to this and this might be a loaded fucked up question but no. do you think that his connection to the church is like more nostalgia and community based or do you think he actually yeah. like believes in so God? i think it i think it it's a mix of both this is gonna sound sad but i just went to um a funeral for uh, one of my friends who I grew up with, his father just passed away. And I was all right, thank you. His father just passed away. So he was close to us. As I was there, and this was somebody that went to our church, uh, as I was there in that room with everybody, I was like, oh, this is really nice. And this is like the first time I've seen them in a couple of years. So I'm seeing like, I'm feeling like the nostalgia and the community aspect of it. And I can see where everybody is like oh this is this is my home my home is with these people and i can understand why people go back my brother doesn't my brother lives in north carolina so he's he's not you know out here any longer but he, he came out because of the, the to go to the funeral seeing him uh, uh, being away from the community he doesn't even like go to like the zoom church meetings or what or anything like that yeah he just believes it at this point he's just going for not the nostalgia not for the community it's, it's just what helps him go through life i guess it is like therapy in a sense like everyone needs their own outlet yeah their own therapeutic my mom um when once she she noticed me like kind of distancing myself she did explain from a medical standpoint that humans just need some form of meditation. Yeah. And so yeah. that type of therapeutic or or anything that you can find that that fills that void, try to latch onto it. So that being said, was she like supportive at all of you leaving? Were you like, I'm I, I don't know, 
if you like found something else to replace it or if like, I feel like we have so many people on this podcast who were super religious and then they left and they started doing like improv and they're like, that's my new church. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing nothing about improv should be your new church. (laughs) Like, no, I don't think anything about comedy or anything like that should be your new church. But there was like a void that I filled with like stand up where I was like, oh, this is like my new thing that I can like really throw myself into. And I, I, I don't, I don't know, like, what was the question again? <laughs> like, did you find something to replace is stand your, up your new church? Is the question in my new church? No, uh, I don't think I, I, I did really find anything. Is your than... house of God the improv? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you I worship, worship Argus Hamilton? Yeah, so like, yeah, exactly. yeah, Argus Hamilton. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I, I really just. Because I don't know, I came out of it still kind of lost in general, like lost in in the world, as Kanye once put it. (laughs) Just really like roaming and then finding stand up and like really just throwing myself into any type of career aspect. Yeah, I I didn't really find anything that that filled that void, but I also never felt like that void was being filled with church either. That makes a lot of sense. Because even growing up, I didn't have a choice to go like ever like the, there was it was from birth up until the age of 17 every Saturday was at church. And even if I was like sick, they'd be like, well, you'll probably get healed there. And I'm like, that isn't. And on. your mom is in the medical profession. She's in the medical profession. She knows that that's not true. Wow. (laughs) Did you go to Sunday school as well? Like, did you have friends from church or was your friend group pretty much like from? No, I I had a lot of friends from church um, that I still talk to to this day. They've all distanced themselves. Yeah. They're they're all like, oh, I'll see you when I see you. What about girlfriends? Like, I I feel like I never had any crushes at Hebrew school because I was like, oh, those are like weirdo Hebrew school people. Yeah. But I feel like the church is so different. Like, there's. Yeah, no, no girlfriends. I always had, so we would go to like sleepaway camp, Camp Cedar Falls uh, in Big Bear. And I would always have a, a camp crush. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, camp goggles. Camp goggles? Oh, do you know about camp goggles? No. Camp goggles are like beer goggles, except you've been at sleepaway camp for oh. a week, two weeks, eight weeks, It's like weeks, you whatever. only see the same people day after day, so like you have to pick one of them to crush on. So right. you have yeah. to. Yeah. You have to. Was this a Jesus camp or just like camp? That was a Jesus camp for sure. It's a Let's dive in. Oh. What did you do there? So again, we do follow the Sabbath and all that stuff, but it was it was pretty much just camp. There wasn't a lot of religious overtone uh, undertones. SDAs are more widely known as vegetarians. Uh, Loma Linda is a blue zone because of the amount of SDAs they have there and the amount of vegetarians they have there. So it's one of those you know, global places where the people are healthier and have longer. Why is that? Like it's vegetarians and Loma Linda. No, but why are the SDAs like oh vegetarian? I don't know. It's probably an LNG white thing that I never bothered. Are you a vegetarian? No, 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 no. On Saturdays, I some Saturdays I was. My family is is too Caribbean to. We would never like Monday in the church. Yeah, but um, my family's too Caribbean to take meat out of their diet. Yeah, that's asking a lot. Mm-hmm. It's asking us too much. So was the camp vegetarian? It was. The entire camp was vegetarian. So you'd go to Camp Cedar Falls to lose 10 pounds, essentially. <laughs> it was like fat camp. Fat camp. It, was, it yeah. felt like camp. It felt fat, like fat Jesus camp. camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of outdoor activities, a lot of healthy food. And you're just like, I. the worst thing about Camp Cedar Falls was the food. And you're just annoyed the whole time that you can't have actual stuff would people like sneak in slim gyms nobody sneaked in a slim gym <laughs> maybe the camp counselors and i oh they my did God. for sure one of my biggest regrets in life is i had the opportunity to be a camp counselor at camp cedar falls one summer when i was like 17 18 and i turned it down because i wanted to house sit and walk dogs for that week I was like, <laughs> so annoying oh my god there is nothing better than being a camp counselor it's like yeah. getting paid to be at camp right yeah that sounded beautiful 
and me being it's not too late right now, you could you, you could, could go, back go back and pursue that career i could not be a 30 year old <laughs> if there's an iatsi strike who's to say? I was to say you're right you're very right and there's nobody's gonna be working all bets are off no, it's actually so true, though. Like, past the age of 26, if you're a camp counselor, like, something's wrong with you and you, yeah. like, are a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, you're a pedophile. It, it does feel like pedophilia a little bit. We had this one guy at camp who, I mean, now he's probably, like, 36, but he's a teacher during the school year, so he mm-hmm. always goes back to camp to be a counselor. Mm-hmm. But he wound up dating this girl who's, like, probably, like, 13 years younger than him, and they're still together, but it's very strange. So, yeah, I'm glad that that's not going to be you. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like an age difference like that is fine if you start dating when the person's like over 25. But like yeah. if they're basically a child when you start dating, that's sort of sad. That's, that's weird. You're raising her. Yeah. <laughs> you you are a parent. Um, <laughs> do SDAs drink or no? No. No. Okay. I came from a very dry household. Wow. And my parents still ask me to this day, like, are you drinking? And I'll be like, no, don't worry about it. And uh, I am. I, <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, you're oh, drunk right now. <laughs> I'm drunk right now. Um, like whenever people talk about weddings and they're like, weddings are so fun. Oh my God. I just recently found out that weddings have open bars. Because every wedding I've been oh to has just been a dry wedding. I was like, why would anybody love a wedding? You're just hot and itchy and oh you're watching this ceremony for dumb long. I don't want to do that. But finding out that everybody's drunk the whole time, I want to go to so many weddings. Have you ever been to a wedding and drinking? No. And drinking? Drunk? Drinking? Drinked? <laughs> nope. Never done it. Oh, my God. Someone needs to get married and invite you. Yeah, it's not gonna be me, but we <laughs> need to do a live episode where you go to a wedding where there's alcohol and just record what happens. I yeah. would love to to watch that. Yeah, that's wild. I'm so surprised, but I mean, I'm not surprised that SCAs don't drink. But I feel, and by the way, I know nothing about Trinidadian culture other than there's that like one huge party. So yeah. when Wonderful. whenever I think of Trinidad, I think about I know about Nicki Minaj's, Nicki Minaj's friends cousin has and balls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a lie. He just had gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, it's not true. <laughs> no, he just had gonorrhea and lied about it. <laughs> it's so Tell funny. Me. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> but isn't there a huge like a party party yeah. vibe scene? Yeah. Yeah. No. There's a huge. Yeah. <laughs> there's a huge like summer of debauchery <laughs> or a huge yeah. month of debauchery. I have never been to because my family is just like, oh, you. We know why you're doing that. You know, we're we're way too wholesome of a family. And it was, a, I mean, that is, has caused a lot of like pushback with my career choice or career path. Because they're very, they're very education uh, orientated or, or, oh God, orientated. <laughs> it's late in the day. Yeah, it's late in the day. Someone um, not educated um, oriented. Education, education oriented, oriented. And um, religious oriented to where they're so wholesome that they don't believe that anything bad should be coming out of your mouth, really. So like when I s- said I wanted to do stand up and, and pursue this career, uh, they were very upset to the point where I said leave at 21. To this day, I mean, things have kind of calmed down, which is nice because I can now like make money off of it. But right. the, so that's where the the education side, I, I left school to, to do stand up, but that's where the education side went by the wayside because they're like, oh, well, He's at least making money doing this. But on the other side of the wholesomeness, they won't watch anything I do or watch me just come see me do stand up or anything like that because it's they don't too... watch solar opposites. They don't watch. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know why. Though. I mean, it's still I think they could. It's like I don't think family so. friendly no. enough. No. Okay. Yeah. As soon as my, I, I always remember, as soon as my mom would hear like an F word in anything, they would, oh, she yeah, would I guess turn off the true. channel. What drove you to try stand up? Like, what was the catalyst um my dad was funny my dad was oh. always funny i look up to him my family my family's funny and they're all pretty much like writers my uh, a bunch of my uncles do like poems or like they'll do speeches for church oh, wow. and all of that stuff i was the only one that chose it or chose to use that writing skill for evil 
it's working out pretty well for you though. I, I like to think so. <laughs> in my opinion. I feel like you have a cool job. It's a very, I feel like being a TV writer is like one of the best ways to make money as a writer, unless yeah. you like are writing, you're like Danielle Steele or something. Okay, obviously like in the eyes of your parents, they're probably like, this isn't like a pure traditional career path, but I feel like in the eyes of everyone else, they're like, that's a dream. Yeah, I, th I think so. Once they, the people who know what TV writers do, yeah. They, they they think that that's a great job. But yeah. most of the people that I talk to who are just walking down the street, because I talk to people walking down the street all of the time. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just what you do, right? That's what people watching is, right? Yeah, yeah um, definitely. People talking, people, people talking. watching, same thing. Yeah, people yeah, stalking. Yeah. People stalking. <laughs> it, uh, it's letters. Anyway, um, yeah, I, they will just be like, oh, you write on a, I'll say, oh, I write on a show. And they're like, oh, cool. So you like, what do you do for the rest of the year? It's like, no, that's literally like 20 weeks of my life. <laughs> you write on one understand. show, you write on another show. Yeah, they don't know. I also don't think that like people understand at a certain level, you actually make like fucking great money yeah. writing for television. Mm -hmm. um, I only like dove into that this year because I work in development and I was like mm -hmm. going over WGA rates and offers and stuff. And I was like, holy shit, like, <laughs> yeah. these motherfuckers better never complain another day in their right, life. Right, right, like, right. Because <laughs> when, when everybody was talking about the strike, I was like, yo, yo, chill, chill. Yo, don't, don't, don't do that. Not right now. <laughs> Come on. I need Seriously. This. Wait, so I, I did want to go back to the alcohol thing. I'm curious, mm -hmm. when did you start drinking? I, literally at 21. Oh, okay. When I left the house. Um, gotcha. The aspect of my mom being in the they, they're all nurses my entire family is they're all nurses my 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 grandma had eight kids wow. on my mom so on my mom's side they're all nurses on my dad's side it's it's they're still in trinidad the ones that came to america five out of the eight are either a nurse or a pa i think we have a physician and a uh, and a pharmacist as well all in the family all in the family so any type of inebriation was terrifying to me yeah. because they could tell and that's like their their main job so if I was high, you know, even if you're putting in eye drops, you're, you're coming in as like, oh, are your pupils dilated? Oh, what's going on there? You know, <laughs> um, drinking or anything like that, like any type of slur or, you know, smelling it was was terrifying to me. So I would either get high and then wait until I sobered up to go home or just I didn't drink at all. Yeah, because I it, it just... And I, I, I don't know, it, it would really break my mom's heart, I think. And I was just this super, this super obedient slash respectful kid. I, I didn't want to bring her any type of weird hardships or anything like that. So, That's so I understand sweet. that. So thoughtful. No, I totally get it too. Mm -hmm. So when you did start having your first couple of drinks, did you like get fucked up a lot or did oh, yeah. you just, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know confidence until yeah. <laughs> until I started drinking, which will then, you know, could cause a problem. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't get like blackout drunk or anything like that. I think I can control it, but yeah, I, I had never felt myself be more open with people. Mm -hmm. because of the you know raising or being raised religious you're very guarded and and trying to run away from any type of judgment so drinking i feel like is the antagonist of that you're just sure. very open you're you're very vocal and you feel like you're a new person and so yeah it was like either it was a lot of nights not most nights where I would just, you know, drink and like talk to my my roommates about shit. It's interesting to me that like some sects of Christianity or certain religions don't mm -hmm. condone drinking, but there's so much alcohol in, I, I assume there's so much alcohol in the Old Testament, at least in Judaism, I feel like red wine yeah. is like constantly flowing. Oh yeah. Right. Or like people used to drink beer, like they drink water. So I, I'm, I guess maybe like when like prohibition happened, maybe like that's when it changed or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Or like once people understood like the health health right. effects of it, they probably were like, I don't think. And there was there's a whole thing about you know they're treating your body like a temple and all that. You don't mm -hmm. want to purposefully poison it. Um, I don't have any tattoos because uh, you're not supposed to alter God's you know view. That's of a Jewish you. thing too. Same. Yeah. Yeah, oh, right, because, you know, you want to be buried with your family, right? Right. 
It is. Wait, what are some other like rules or like stipulations of being SDA? So we can pretty much only eat like chicken, beef, and like all the traditional things. Okay. Um, we can't eat anything with webbed toes. I thought that one was weird. Webbed feet or anything like that. So no duck. Oh, so no chicken. Wait, don't wait. wait. No, you can eat chicken. We can eat chicken. Chickens, oh, okay. chickens don't have web feet. Oh, they have talons. They have ta- They have the claw talons. Yeah. Um, so no gotcha. duck. No duck. Um, we can only eat fish with scales. So no, we can't. Jews no too. shellfish. Yeah. That's yeah. Jews no as well. Though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm not, obviously not kosher, but I think that's very similar to being kosher. Yeah. I don't think duck's not kosher, right? No. I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Something about eating duck also just doesn't sit right with me. I don't oh, know I love why. duck. I so good. fuck up a duck every it's day. It's so good. It's so you good. Should try it. I, I have had duck actually. I just was not like, good duck. You have good duck. You should have good duck. Because <laughs> like that, you know, like regular duck where it's just like super deep fried, and you're like, oh, yeah. you, you don't even. You're just eating chicken at that point. Just, but yeah. actual prepared duck is like a fantastic. good peking like duck. duck. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Yeah. Like a good duck curry from Night Market. Oh, 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 I'm gonna order that. Try that tonight. tonight. Get it. Order that right oh, now. Get it. Yeah, night market is so good. Yeah, that's my favorite restaurant in LA. That doesn't have to go on the podcast, but I, I did want to say that. <laughs> the advertisement <laughs> for night market. This episode is sponsored by Night Market Song. <laughs> <laughs> if they would give us like free food or vouchers, I would talk about them all day. Oh yeah. Oh, I would do it for free, but okay. <laughs> we are. We're doing it for free. That's so interesting about, like, the kosherisms. Does SDA have a title for, like, what that lifestyle is called, or is it just... No, I think it's... I don't know. I think it's just not allowed. If there yeah. is a word for it, um, I would love to know it. I just yeah. don't, unfortunately. There um, are a lot of parallels with, I mean, both Judaism and Mormonism to mm-hmm. yeah. SDA, which leads me to ask, yeah. Or th- do you know if there are any like off the beaten path SDA churches or like communities that have um, multiple marriages or anything like that? Oh shit! No, I don't know. Oh, like God. polygamy? Yeah. Like what is, is that? What it's called? A multiple family? What is like the real term? For I think polygamy. Yeah, right? Poly- no, they don't like that. No, oh, they don't. I'll look into. That's it. a good question. Yeah, we should find out. I would love to know that. Yeah, I just know, I always explained SDA to people is just uh, <laughs> Jews for Jesus. That's <laughs> what that is. But Jews for Jesus is a cult. SDA is like a real church. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, it was it was essentially a cult for a while because I, I think there was a situation, um, I don't remember where, but there was a mass suicide because they believed that there was, um, that, that the second coming was pinned to that day. Oh, um, I have the chills. I'm, I'm going to look that up see, right now. Yeah, you look that. We have the time. You yeah. Yeah. tell us about up. that mass suicide. I'm I addicted wonder... to like mass suicide stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the same, but I guess oh. I get like why someone could be like brainwashed and want to do something like that and think that like that could work out for them somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. You have to be like really lost, I think, or desperate or out of your mind yeah yeah i think so too do you know what an advent wait it's adventist or adventist adventist whichever you know however what... you want to say okay do you know are what you asking an... what that is yeah what is an adventist like what does that mean the word i don't yeah. know <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh no hold on i want to i thought it up. was like someone who is like an ad oh actually now i'm an idiot here like, we go I... Like an advocate of like the seventh day. Okay, yeah, oh, a member. It's just, it just it just means that we believe in a second coming. All right, I just gotcha. Wow, the fact that I'm learning that right now is embarrassing. So okay, <laughs> so do you guys think that Jesus is the Messiah or no? Yeah, no, they. But he's just Jesus is the Messiah, and he's coming again at some point to uh, take us out of our misery. But regular Christians think that too. <laughs> do Do they believe in a second coming? Or I don't they know just if they all do. I don't think they all do. I think they believe, you know, when you die, you go straight to heaven. That's another thing. We don't believe uh, that when you die, you go straight to heaven. Oh, where do you that, go? Um, you just, you're in holding, a holding pattern. Not, like limbo? Not limbo, not particularly um, purgatory or anything like that. It's just you are waiting for the second coming and the, the dead in Christ shall rise is, is part of the scripture. But, huh? yeah. 
I like that still even more than Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell does not sit right. I do not me. like Hell. Yeah, I'm not even into hell, that. Though. I mean, I they're just think... ridiculous. Yeah, like obviously it doesn't exist. Yeah, it is a way to scare children into believing in and some no. adults. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of adults. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, Catholics created that, right? That's like they a, had yeah. to. Have it's not a Jewish thing. So. No. Yeah. Count it seems very it. Catholic. Yeah. The whole living in fear thing. Wait, did you find anything about this mass suicide? No. Um, <laughs> bummer. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was so great okay. having you. <laughs> yeah, I might have. Uh, I might have. We'll have to scrap this episode. <laughs> yeah. They probably erased it from the internet. It was probably like bad press. For right. The yeah, probably... Did Did your parents bring over like any Caribbean traditions that are like specifically SDA that you guys like did in the household, but other SDAs didn't do? No, my, my dad would make like a a dish or something like that on Friday nights because he had the most amount of time to do it. What's the dish? Drop the uh, It's called, it's like a fufu stew. It, my, oh it's my an, God, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's Niger, that's Nigerian. His Nigerian yeah. okay. friend made it for him and then he would make it every Friday Aren't night. Aren't those like, they're like little dumplings. They're like little, it's like mm. a little, yeah, you, it's a stew, but you eat like this thing called fufu with it. It's like a, uh, a not like a yeast. Nah. It is. It's like yeah, a sort of bready, right? Savory, it's like, like zeppelin, joey, yeah, like thing that you, you eat with your hands. It's great. It's really good. He would make that on Fridays because it took a long time to make, and he would just have the most amount of time to do it. Uh, that is about the closest to any type of tradition or that's, a non-U.S. That's a or like foreign tradition yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Uh, he started making. Did you light any candles for the Sabbath? Like no, no candles. We do. No, we would bring in the Sabbath, I guess, with like a song or like. Okay. And all that stuff. And then when Saturday night happened, we closed the Sabbath. Uh, so when would you go to church? On Friday the, and Saturday? Uh, Saturday during the day. Sometimes okay. we go on Friday nights. Uh, if there was like some kind of activity we would have to prepare for for Saturday. Other than that, no, no, we wouldn't go on Friday nights. We would just really to turn off the TV and, and, and okay. be non-secular for a while. Do you still like get triggered on like Friday nights or something or like Saturday mornings and like have like flashbacks? Because some like for the longest time, I hated Sunday mornings because that's when I would yeah. have to go to Sunday school. Yeah. And like even after I stopped going, I was like, oh, it's Sunday. Yeah. So it's not so I've not anymore, but mm -hmm. the the time and where I'm at like my parents' house on a Saturday has now become like holy ground uh, mm -hmm. to where if I go there on a Saturday, I, I'm right back to where I was. I usually don't, I don't swear in my, in my parents' house because it, it, I would try to, it would still not <laughs> come out because of, you know, either fear or like a, a form of reverence or whatever. <laughs> so, but on Saturdays, I just, it, I have a hard time doing anything kind of secular or like being on my phone or, and on Friday nights, again, if I'm over there, I usually try to avoid my parents' house during that time. Wow. Do your parents care who you date? No, not really. That's good. Yeah. That's interesting. So they don't care, like, if you dated someone who is Muslim or was not religious at all, they'd be like, that's fine. No, no, because they're they're very open in that regard. Um, so in the religious regard, um, they, I think they would be like, oh, how are you guys gonna raise a kid mm. or something like that? What, what religion are they gonna be raising? And they're very, they're very, they have a lot, they, they would like to have a lot of ownership over the wedding, essentially. They would I want the that. wedding to be like their types of weddings. So oh, they wouldn't want married? alcohol? They would, they wouldn't want alcohol and, uh, it, they would want like one of my aunts to plan it, essentially. I see. Yeah. Wait, what was your question, JC? I know my question was: Is your brother or sister married? Yeah, my brother is married. Has and a, he had the he did the dry wedding. Did the dry wedding. But all, he is religious himself, so I guess. Yeah. Like so fine. he was totally fine with it, and so as so was she. She's just Christian, I believe, but she started going to SDA church with him. Yeah. Um, so it's a very easy transition. Is your girlfriend also an SDA or what's her religious affiliation? No, she's Christian. So she would go to church on Saturday, on Sundays and all that. See, I can't even say church on 
Sunday. I, I <laughs> you immediately always go say to Saturday. church on Saturday. <laughs> um, but yeah, she went to church on uh, Sundays. I almost did it again. Even <laughs> she was more traditional. If we had a, a wedding or anything like that in the future, I would probably be a dry wedding, which would suck, um, <laughs> especially for my industry friends. And I apologize <laughs> in advance. That's why they make flasks. That's why they make yeah, flasks. Yeah, they figure it out. <laughs> I would give, I would hand out flasks. Or like, hey, this is a dry wedding, blah, blah, blah. It would be in the wedding invitation. That's um, like, I don't know if you've ever watched You're the Worst, yeah. but there's one episode of You're the Worst, and I think it's a baby shower maybe for, um, fuck, I'm like Lindsay's sister, the the character played by Janet Varney, mm -hmm. and her husband is like, boys, there's like, there's trash juice in the popcorn, because she didn't want any alcohol yeah. there, but like he <laughs> hid like jungle juice yeah. in the big popcorn containers. and That's okay. so good. So stupid that I just That's thought of so that. That's so funny. But it's yeah. that. Yeah, it would be that. That's be it would vibe. be me trying to hide it. Drink up, boys. That's friends. the line. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. I would, I think I would have an open bar. It would. It would just be. <laughs> also, if her family's contributing to it and paying for some of it, it's right? Like, yeah. We'll yeah. just see. It's just there. It's not your problem, you know. It's yeah. How do you, you guys meet? Right. How do you guys meet? I worked at Buzzfeed for a while, and as I was leaving, she was coming in, and I was like, "Oh, she's real cute." So I um, bada bing, bada boom. yeah, tried to try to go over to her desk on three different occasions. Um, the first time she was not there. The second time her friend was there uh, oh, that no. I knew before her. And I just went over to talk to him. And he was like, bro, this is this is weird. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> are you trying to stall for something? <laughs> um, and then I was like, no, no. And I just went back to my desk. And then the third time she was she was there and I asked her out and it's like Goldilocks yeah is that the mm -hmm. story of Goldilocks it's like yeah. A, sort of yeah it's like a, a true rule of three <laughs> that's Everything wild happens. that you yeah it's wild to me that you worked at BuzzFeed because I do feel like BuzzFeed was almost like a cult in and of itself like it was oh, yeah. so big at one point and people were like obsessed with it yeah I mean so was Funny or Die all those internet like, yeah companies really? that didn't that's... make money oh no that's I mean that's sad to hear that Funny or Die was at but I going into BuzzFeed I knew that they were like, a friend of mine that was coming out, he was like, hey, um, you are also a stand-up comedian. They're gonna smile at you and it's gonna be very weird. Everybody's gonna be very Stepford-like, Stepford-wife-like and just go along with it, get what you can out of it and leave. And I took his advice to, to heart. Uh, for much. the better. Yeah, for the better. Cause it's very, it's very cold-like. Did you do like, were you in any of their like YouTube videos or like, what do you think of those people? This is an aside, but I'm very curious. Like those <laughs> yeah. people who became like celebrities in their own right and like yeah. YouTube stars from mm -hmm. from Buzzfeed. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? I love them. I mean, they're that was the the thing that was shitty about it was the the management. Everybody they were gaslighting these poor kids for becoming famous on their network. And they're just like, well, I'm the reason why people are watching this. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like flip the script yeah. on it. And they're like, no, BuzzFeed is the reason. And they all left. And they're Didn't like, Quinto oh, no. like start on BuzzFeed? Yeah, like Quinto, there's, yeah, that's Quinto, so So she had a following already. And then she oh, okay. brought it to BuzzFeed a little bit. Um, and then she like developed her talents and everything like that there. And she brought me in actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look at uh, me knowing things without knowing things. Mm -hmm. Check you up. Um, <laughs> yeah, she brought me in and then she left to be more famous. And yeah. Um, yeah. And then we all, you know, tried to catch up and it's very hard. Yeah, that's such a what what a like weird time in the Internet. Yeah. Like it's crazy to think like some of these people are like multi multimillionaires mm -hmm. and they started out as like college grads being like, I'm going to try food from every country in the yeah. Northern Hemisphere. Right. I it's... feel like if I were three, four years younger, mm -hmm. I could have like gotten in that sweet spot. And I do genuinely think I'd be like very famous, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It, it's so, it's, it was so easy. <laughs> Early YouTube stuff, you could just put up whatever whatever you thought was fun or interesting and then you could literally just survive mm -hmm. off of that like 
there are there are people like melting lipstick together and then trying that <laughs> lipstick and that would get 20 million views you know Insane. most buzzfeed taste tests were getting that amount of numbers when it was just like we tried a mustard from every different country and it's like why yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> no my favorites were the koreans trying american snacks oh yeah Yes, oh, yeah, and it was that. always like, "What is this? It tastes like blood," and it's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like flaming hot Cheetos. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. No, oh my gosh, I take like blood because American food makes you bleed. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it's all horrible. Yeah, you're eating Captain Crunch. The rust, the the roof of your mouth is bleeding. That's what that is. Oh my god, I fucking hate Captain Crunch. I do follow this one British girl on TikTok who always like tries different American fast foods and tries like different ranch brands and she's just like so happy and so cute so it's that that form of media is still alive and there's a place for that i just Valley, I, by the way. I would always equate the the internet to running on water or just like if you're trying to make a living there you literally cannot stop or else you will sink yeah so, that is a very that's so christian true metaphor very christian metaphor <laughs> you have to be jesus in order to survive <laughs> on the internet uh wow well. the internet hates jews so yeah basically <laughs> there it is moment talk oh. about <laughs> putting a bow on something and wrapping it up that was you gotta you gotta perfect. bring anti-semitism into the conversation <laughs> at least once on this podcast yeah yeah i feel like we did covered we so it? much ground i think we, we did, did it, it. oh yeah. great do you want to tell people where to find you um like on the internet and in person yeah tell us your address <laughs> My address is, but no, um, <laughs> no I'm uh, Garrick Bernard on Instagram and Twitter. I don't use Twitter anymore, unfortunately, but it, it just got too much. But um, I write for <laughs> Solar Opposites. Watch Ooh, that on Hulu. On Hulu. Watch uh, Star Trek Lower Decks on uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, right for that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know you were on Lower Decks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a That's little fine. Trek boy now. A little Trek. Little Trek base. <laughs> and uh, I'll be on a uh, freeform soon, which is interesting. Oh yes! Yeah, exciting. Yeah, yes, in front of the camera on the in screen. front of the camera on yes. single drunk female, right? Yes, ma'am. It is amazing. I, I, oh my gosh, that. so many exciting things coming up. And then stand up. Are you around? Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, scene. I'll be at Westside Comedy Theater at some point. <laughs> you know, that's my <laughs> great. I'll come. That's the one theater that's close to me. Oh, amazing. yeah, we yeah, should go. I'm on go. the West Side, too. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah I'm, I forgot. That's my that's my regular spot. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Garrick, thank you so much. This was really interesting and, yeah, thank and you for fun and a great time. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, we love adjectives. I hope I was <laughs> able to cover it. You totally did. Thanks for joining us, Garrick. You can follow him on Instagram at Garrick Bernard. If you're a fan of the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen for free on Spotify. And don't forget to rate and review us. Leave a nice little comment or a constructive comment. And then follow us on Instagram at Pod. This podcast has been mastered and mixed by the one and only Josh Fisher. We love you, Josh.